0: You're listening to the IDP Guys with Sean, John, and Nathan, the wizards of fantasy football. Your
1: go-to source for the individual defensive player strategy.
2: And now, three guys who could only make an NFL team
0: on Madden.
2: All right, here we go. We are recording... And uh, so fuck. It's cold out today. Uh, how about that weather down by you, Kurt?
0: Uh, it's it's cold by Florida standards. <laughs> I, from what I'm hearing up north, though, is a whole different monster right now.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we're joined with Kurt. Joined by Kurt.
3: Yeah. Thank thanks thanks, Kurt, for joining us this week. Sean uh, couldn't make it again this week, so we got Kurt coming in to give us. Uh, some offensive help and uh just uh some some fantasy advice overall this is an important week this is uh playoffs
2: yeah yes it is and we are the idp guys
3: what are you the playoff thing
2: oh playoffs fuck that's
3: fuck why, that's why we have it playoffs there we go Talk about playoffs? <laughs> there we
2: go there we go we're, we're on top of things today um but yes we are the idp guys uh this is episode 21 thank you for joining us um with that, hey Kurt, so you were at a uh, football game. Uh, you want to tell us a little bit about it?
0: I was. I was at the Lions game in Tampa against the Bucks this week. Uh, spent a good amount of time tailgating, got a good amount of drink on before the game, and had a blast. It was an awesome game to be at.
3: Nice. Yeah,
0: unbelievable! How many Lions fans were at this game? I have to tell you.
3: Right, right. We heard the chant on TV. That that was <laughs> crazy.
0: Yep, doing the fight song in Tampa Stadium.
3: Nice, oh, that's man. pretty cool. So, so you're at uh, Raymond James, right? Right. How was uh, the pirate ship there?
0: I, uh, <laughs> I was actually sitting directly underneath the pirate ship.
3: Oh, um, nice.
0: It's it's a cool feature to the stadium. I mean. Besides from a aesthetic standpoint, I don't know what it's really for, but it adds some flavor.
3: Yeah, that's it's pretty a cool, cool. Cool thing. Yeah, it seems it seems like Florida has the coolest stadiums. They got a that one in Jacksonville where you can sit in the pool and watch the game like that. They got some good stuff down there.
0: Oh, that's pretty sweet.
3: Yeah,
2: nice, nice. So, uh, how'd you guys do in fantasy this week? Uh, anyone in the first round of playoffs?
3: Uh, nope, just buys and. Uh, just getting ready. Um, Kurt, why don't you catch us up? We haven't heard about your, your fantasy exploits in a while. The, the listeners know pretty much what me and Nate are up to at the moment.
0: Um, pretty much good news. I'm now into the final four of all my leagues. Had a bye last week and uh, advanced in the other leagues that I didn't. So, so far so good. Still alive.
3: Yeah, always good to get into the final four. Then that way you, you always get those two chances at uh, getting that trophy or getting a trophy. So mm, mm. it's always good. Definitely. So how about you, Johnny? Oop. Oh. Oh, no, no, things are good. Uh, it's shaping up that uh, hopefully me and Nate will be uh, one and two uh, fighting for the title in the All-IDP League. Mm-hmm. Anything less than that would be ridiculous, considering oh. we, we've, we've owned that league. Yeah, it, it should be, right? I mean, we've owned that league all year long, so it's only natural. We'll, we'll see what happens, though, after this week. Yeah, for sure. Um,
2: uh, as far as I go, uh, I've lost my first playoff game uh, in... The DLP Intermediate League, yeah, um, it was very close and looked like I was going to have it. But just this week with, oh, man, I can't even remember who went out, but I think the Wentz injury yeah. and a few other things really kind of uh, fucked me. And uh, I, I dropped my first playoff game
3: of the year. and uh, Well, that, that weird Monday night game kind of screwed with a lot of people too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I ended up uh, losing out. I, I
2: needed... Oh man, who was it? I had, oh, um, our our guy Rashad Jones. Yeah, um, it was him versus Kenyon Drake and someone else, and I had like a ten point lead, and I just needed Rashad Jones to catch like one Tom Brady pass, and instead of him getting it, it was uh, that Xavier Howard.
3: Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, he had the couple picks, right?
2: Yeah, they both went yeah. to him, and uh, yeah. I'm I'm just there screaming at the TV like wrong dude, wrong dude. Like, throw it at the other guy.
3: Well, I mean, that's that, that's that's a, a big thing in IDP is you, if if you got to rely on interceptions, you're fucked. You know, that's why, oh, yeah. that's why we always
2: talk about tackles. But, exactly. Um, but he got, like, two tackle. My guy got, like, two tackles.
3: Yeah, yeah. Jones did not have it, his normal game. But that, right. that was, hey, I, you know what? As much as it screwed a ton of people in fantasy, me included, I, I lost a playoff game because of that Monday night game. It is so nice to watch the Patriots lose, mm-hmm. especially to, like a kind of shitty team, or a pretty <laughs> shitty Cutler. team, a Jay Cutler team. Like, yes. that was a thing of beauty. Uh, Kurt, I don't know if your Patriots hate is as much as ours, but uh, what did you think about that Monday Night Game?
0: Of course it is. <laughs> um, uh, everybody hates the Patriots except Patriots fans, I'm pretty sure. That's true. It was great. I loved watching them lose. I loved seeing Tom Brady act like a baby. Uh, felt a little bad for some people relying on those guys in their fantasy playoffs, but... That's the way it goes.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. it, man. Play shitty games, get shitty prizes. Right, right. Uh, Cooks. Cooks screwed so many mm-hmm. people that game. It was, Including me. Yeah. Um, it, I was up against him, and he, he had a nothing burger the entire game, and then he catches that, that one 30, 40-yard pass at the end, and that was the two or three points he needed to pull in front of me and, and beat me right at the last second. So it's like, Cooks fucked you either way. Either you didn't get enough or, or you got too much. So you know. Yeah,
2: yeah, I have. I've got him. Um, well, actually, him and uh, uh, the tight end there, Gronk. Gronk. Yeah, uh, I'm in the one league that I had a, a buy, a first round buy. So mm. I lucked out there. But now yeah. it's you know trying to figure out if I want to swap out Cooks. Do I want to put some you know put someone else in there? It, it's just tough because now the the stakes are higher. This is now the second round of playoffs and. I'm, you know, I'm coming in as the first seed, so I should know what the fuck I'm doing. But
0: yeah. Cooks is a tough one because he's been giving us pretty shitty performance, but he can throw up 25 points any game.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. When he, when he does you go know, off, it's it's great. Yeah, but
0: you know, yeah, you never want to be the guy that had that guy sitting on your bench in the wrong week.
2: Right. Right. Yep. Yep. Well, speaking of shitty players, shitty advice, all that stuff. Uh, let me get this drop going.
3: It's time for... The, of the Holy Ghost! Yes, the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Here we go, here we go. It's fantasy preacher time. It's time to come preacher. to Jesus. That's right, it's time to come to Jesus. We're going to have uh, Kurt be the fantasy preacher this week because me and Nate uh, gave advice last week. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, anyone that's new to this, we uh, go over our advice from last week. We give two examples of shit advice, three examples of good advice, and then Kurt, being the uh, the, the Jesus this week, will uh, decide whether or not we go to fantasy heaven or fantasy hell.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Nate, you want to lead off? Sure, sure. I'll uh, I'll start off with my bad. Uh, the first one I had. Uh, the, Brandon Cook, we were talking about him. Um, mm-hmm. I had said that I thought that he would get the targets from Gronk um, this this past week, and that was not so. That was a crash and burn right there, um, which is unfortunate. But and and now I don't know. You know, it's it, like we were talking about earlier. It's it's kind of he could go off. He could maintain his you know couple points a game. So, but that was. It was the first one. That was probably my worst. Um, The other one was uh, Kenny Stills. Um, He had a big game. He had a big game with Cutler uh, last week. Or or not this. The the week before. Yeah, the week before. Right. Um, And I thought that him and Cutler were having some sort of bromance, that they were, you know, butt buddies, smoking cigarettes on their porches, naked, looking (laughs) at the sun, you know. (laughs) And uh, that... Didn't turn out to be, uh, he had four targets, uh, reeled in two of them for 18 yards. That was, uh, that was a big dud, big dud. Um, luckily it didn't affect me, but for those of you guys out there that took my advice, here I am coming to Jesus. Um, but on the good side, um, the first one I got here is Kenyon Drake.
3: Yeah, that was pretty good.
2: Yeah. 25, uh, attempts for 114 yards. Six targets, reeled in five of them for seventy nine. He didn't get into the end zone, but he still had a massive game. Um, that was, and he's just he he's chugging forward. He looks like the clear number one in that in that backfield. Um, and then I got Josh Gordon here. Mm. Um, he. Came into that was his first game of the, of
3: uh, the season, se- right? Second game.
2: Well, I mean, before that. Oh yeah. yeah. When I was right, giving my advice, right, right. Um, and he had like eighty nine yards, and uh, and I said that you know he, he's looking like he's he's fitting into the um, in into the program there, and that you know he's gonna be looking good going forward. So six targets this week, reeled in three of them for sixty nine and a touchdown. Um, I all. All in on Josh Gordon for sure. He is, he could be the difference maker. Um, this week. They uh, got Baltimore. Nope. Okay. When they play the Bears. Yeah. That's the one I'm thinking he's going to help them get over that 0 16 hump. Right. Um, and then lastly, uh, Cooper Cup. Uh, I said last, you know, last episode that I thought he was doing good and that he should still be doing good. This. Past game was seven targets. He reeled in five for 118 yards and a touchdown. So he, he
3: yeah, that did was good. good.
2: It was a good week. Yeah. So uh, I I submit that to the fantasy preacher, Kurt. What say you?
0: I believe that your mistakes were pretty fair mistakes to make. Anybody probably would have started Cooks, and I personally loved uh, Kenny Stills this week too. So I mm-hmm. can't fault you for that. I think uh, Gordon Cook or Gordon and Drake were pretty good advice. So I'm going to absolve you of the sins for your mistakes. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I, I do want to add to the what you said about Josh Gordon. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be shocked if he has another big game this week against Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy Smith's not playing and they just got absolutely torched by the Steelers. So, uh, they, they might not be the same defense without their best corner, which, you know, kind of makes sense.
3: Yeah, definitely.
2: Awesome. He's a lot uh, fairer than um, Sean was the last time he stepped in as
3: the preacher. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think Sean just wanted to bury him.
0: (laughs) Hard to argue starting Brandon cooks. I mean,
3: yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's (laughs) right. Right. It's, it's, it's like the, the old AJ green, you know what I mean? You just, you just have to do it and whatever happens happens. But, uh, for uh, Cooper Cup, um, I, I heard Robert Woods is probably coming back this week, so we may want to, you know, hold your horses on that, mm. but uh, who knows? You know, that offense is pretty good. Um, but uh, all righty, so we'll go through uh, mine real quick. Focused on the defense again, Um, the two bad were uh, Jalen Mills, the Philly cornerback who was going against the L.A. Rams. So I figured this would be a great matchup for him. Um, L.A. scored 35 points, completed a ton of passes. So you figured that the tackles would be there for a corner. Um, In this case, they're probably their best corner. Uh, and I believe he had Watkins most of the game. So y- you'd think that there'd be some completed passes and some tackles there. He ended up with nothing, absolutely mm-hmm. nothing, zero points. I don't know how the hell that happened. Um, so sorry, <laughs> question mark. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> But uh, shit happens. So Jalen Mills was the first miss. Uh, second one was Ramon Humber, Buffalo linebacker. Um, he was injured for a few weeks uh, about a month back, came back, had a couple good games. He's been kind of dropping off. And this week he had nothing, absolutely nothing. Uh, I, I was reading of that guy, that Gary Van Sykes guy that... that uh, we talked to sometimes from mm-hmm. FF two hundred and sixty was okay. talking today about how, uh, Matt Milano is taking some of his playing time over there in Buffalo. So, uh, yeah, Humber had nothing. He had absolutely nothing. So I, I would say stay the hell away from him uh, coming up here. It's, it's you know, it's fantasy playoffs. You can't be, you know, playing games with this stuff right now. Uh, Preston Brown is available in most leagues, and, and he's the Buffalo linebacker that's, that's making all the moves. So if you have to go with a Buffalo linebacker, that's who I'd go with. So Ramon Humber was my second screw-up. Um, Bobby Wagner also got hurt, but I mm-hmm. mean, there's nothing you can do about that. And if you had Bobby Wagner, you're going to play Bobby Wagner. So it is what it is. Uh, the three good were Vince Williams, the, uh, Pittsburgh linebacker who we, uh, recommended to take Ryan Shazier's production, uh, did so, uh, with, uh, seven solo tackles in his first game as a starter. So, um, or, or starting in that position mm-hmm. rather. So that, that was pretty good for, uh, his, his first game. Uh, And then I also talked about Preston Brown last week because he had been coming on the last three weeks. He had uh, six solo tackles, one assist, two tackles for loss. Uh, Once again, he's the Buffalo linebacker that's not really highly owned. Um, So if you need linebacker help, he's a guy for you. Uh, He had a really great game. And then Reuben Foster, who we've been talking about for a while now since uh, he came back and took Ray Ray's job. Had a uh, seven solo, one assist, one tackle for loss. So that was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buddha Baker also had a really good game, and we've been talking about him a lot. Um, so those were those were the goods. Um, I like that. Yeah, I, like that. I, I do like that. <laughs> so uh, Kurt, what what is uh, what is my my destiny?
0: Well, you had great logic on your misses. I would have thought the same thing. I mean, Frank Gore had. 36 carries. Right. You would expect mm-hmm. the linebackers to put up some stats, but it's hard for me to justify if your guys got zeros. That's true. <laughs> I think I, I got to send you to hell for that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, here we go. We don't really have a good hell soundtrack yet. This is pretty good though. Yeah. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. All right, so it I, it was it was bound to happen. I'm in hell. Sometimes
0: it makes sense and it doesn't work out.
3: Yeah. 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 Very true. So. so that was coming to Jesus.
2: That it was. So I want to take a moment and uh, give a quick shout out to Hard Foul Podcast. If you like sports, strong opinions, and a little bit of smart ass, this week they are discussing the uh, Major League Baseball signings and the Heisman winner, Baker Mayfield. Uh, Find them on Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, and iTunes. And our connection was brought together by the Pod Connector. We are the IDP guys. The show is about fantasy football and IDP or individual defensive player strategy. We're here to help beginners as well as vets. You'll hear us talk about offense and defense and, you know, we try and make it accessible for, um, New players to come in, uh, new players to the IDP, and still get something out of like the offensive side, and and start to hear the names from the defense. Because as you start to hear them, you'll recognize it. You'll know we'll give you some strategy points so that you can you know draft well, uh, work the waiver wire well, and um, you know exceed in fantasy football overall and right now we're focusing on the playoffs as well to help get you that that title um that you so well deserve uh you can find the show on itunes google play and stitcher is the idp guys please subscribe and give us a five-star review that will help us uh, be searchable to other people um that are looking for the show also, you can catch us on Periscope. We uh, live stream our recording sessions. Sessions. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. My uh, my uh, your words. <laughs> yeah, my words. I'm not very good with speaking words, so bear with me, everyone. Uh, but yeah, uh, <laughs> check us out on Periscope. You can. Basically tune in and ask your questions right directly to us as we uh, go through the show and we'll we'll field them on the show um, and give you a shout out. Um, also, if you'd like to, please help us out on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash IDP guys. We got plenty of perks out there. And if there's anything that you're... Not seeing that you'd like to see, you know, let us know and and we'll try and incorporate that. Uh, but how about we talk about the the week fourteen matchups, John? Let's yeah, get into yeah, this.
3: right, absolutely. Uh, I just I had something real quick I want to throw in before we start those. Um, sure. I, I we haven't had any real idp waivers the last couple weeks just because it's it's playoffs things are pretty much locked in but uh i did put a lot more thought into it this week because it is playoffs you know and you want to make sure your roster is locked down and you're ready to go and uh through that process i discovered a few guys it slash want to reiterate a few guys um couple guys here so this guy desmond king on the chargers he's a safety cornerback combo so you can plug him into either slot and yahoo's been projecting him at zero points every single week right Mm -hmm. guy guy had like 10 combined tackles this week and has led the team in tackles like three out of the last four weeks damn so i don't know what's going on with yahoo but desmond king's like a sneaky good player right now if you need corner help or safety help Um, um here's what i've got to say about yahoo
1: you are fake news.
3: Yeah, they, well, they're fake projections anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, right, right. Yeah, they do that all the time. Speaking of fake projections, Budabaker Baker is still low owned. If you need uh, safety help, uh, Arizona safety, who's put up some good games. Um, also, Dre Kirkpatrick low owned since. Since the uh, cornerback who's had uh, three really hot weeks, Um, he was out last week with a concussion, but the three prior weeks to that, he's had really good games. Um, Vince Williams, who's taken Ryan Shazier's spot, that's Pittsburgh linebacker. If you need linebacker help, him or Preston Brown, Bill's linebacker. Uh, for defensive tackle, Michael Pierce out of Baltimore is an okay okay kind of guy. If, if you have any injury troubles, uh, he's consistent. And Mario Addison, who we talked about a few weeks ago, is still low-owned uh, defensive end for Carolina. Um, so this is just if you have any... Yeah, there, there were some injuries this week in linebackers that we'll talk about as the matchups come through, but, uh, if you have any other injuries, those are some guys you can plug in that might help you for the playoffs. Yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's, let's get into the matchups. Sure. Okay. First one was the Thursday night, uh, which is, we were just talking about this before the show started last Thursday night's game was incredible. Uh, and this Thursday we've got, uh, Denver at Indy, which is uh pretty, pretty terrible. Um, yeah.
2: Well, they were probably expecting uh, low numbers because of the uh, Star Wars movie coming out.
3: Yeah, I mean they
1: did make (laughs) the schedule like a year
3: ago. (laughs) Yeah, no, that that, it it works out though. Yeah. All right. So uh, last week it was uh, Falcons twenty, Saints seventeen. The big story out of this one was the Kamara injury that fucked a a ton of people, uh, myself included. Um, For the Saints defensively, it was Manti Teo and his make-believe girlfriend with uh, Mm. eight solo tackles, two assists, two tackles for loss. And for the Falcons, Deion Jones had a huge game, Uh, seven solo tackles, six assisted, uh, three tackles for loss, two pass defenses, and that pick to seal the game. He had a hell of a game. But um, offensively, uh, Kurt, what did you get out of this one?
0: Yeah, I also had Kamara go down and... I thought my season was over, but uh, I was bailed out by Michael Thomas having a huge game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, he, it's good to see that he's still there doing what he was doing last year when they needed him to. Uh, obviously, Te- Tevin Coleman was a big disappointment, mm. and Freeman got tons of work. I expect that to happen again this week. I'm not so sure Coleman will play. And Julio had a decent game. But Muhammad Sanu had a real good game. If you were uh, putting him in as a wide receiver three or something like that, you were pretty happy. Obviously, Matt Ryan was a big disappointment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, game, the game wasn't as explosive as a lot of people probably thought it would be for fantasy. But we still ended up with a, a fair amount of pretty good scores, given the situation.
3: Yeah, right. Right. It it ended up, you know, working out decently, but yeah, that that Kamara. Oh man, on the first drive too, that was that was a real gut shot.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um my notes from the game is uh, you know, without Kamara, uh New Orleans depends on Breeze uh, far more than, you know, they they revert back to typical New Orleans, typical Breeze throwing like the whole time and uh and there's not much Ingram in the passing game. Um at least not in uh, that game and so you know that kind of it, it changes up the dynamic of the team right in time for playoffs so hopefully Kamara comes back and they can get back to being a run first type offense and then on the flip side um, you know Matt Ryan three interceptions um, I I don't have confidence in him in the playoffs honestly
3: uh, with the way he with the numbers he put up From that game, yeah, and it's 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 a whole. He's like a different person from last year. Yeah, like since since Shanahan left, their offense has just been so spotty. I I I don't know.
0: I'd like to think you can trust them this week. Uh, Tampa Bay is about as as loose as it gets Mm -hmm. against the pass. Mm. That is true. Might not want to jump ship just yet.
3: Right, right. Yeah, no, that's that's a good call. And and if. I mean, there's no one, there's no rule saying that you have to take one quarterback all the way through playoffs. You you can play the matchups, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So, so play his matchup this week and then, you know, whatever you can do, whatever looks best the week after. Yeah. So, yep. So that was the Thursday nighter uh the next one was my personal favorite game of sunday the snowball yeah uh bills 13 Colts seven in about a foot of snow uh with a blizzard in the first half you couldn't see half the game it was, it was really cool it felt like uh just like a throwback kind of uh just just beat each other to hell type game um really enjoyed it uh for the bills uh matt Milano led the way uh, and he's the guy that took some of uh, Humber's playing time at linebacker. He had a uh, 10 solo tackles, one assist for 11 total uh, and for the Colts. It was a guy we've talked about a few times, Matthias Farley, their safety with uh, a <laughs> seven solo, two assisted, one tackle for loss, one pass defense um, offensively. What did you see here, Kurt? <laughs>
0: Saw a lot of running plays. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I picked up Frank Gore. He was free on my waiver wire and, Against the worst rush defense in the league, I thought he was a solid play. And I never dreamed he'd be getting 36 carries. Mm. And thank God he did, because all things considered, 130 yards is great. But with 36 carries, you'd almost expect more. Yeah, right. The, <clears throat> the passing games were fairly non existent given the circumstances. Um Looking forward at Buffalo, I think Tyrod Taylor should be okay, and he's a decent start this week. If you're trying to stream, I would not trust any of their receivers at all. I don't think you can. I don't think you can make much of a case for Benjamin. Uh, and then the Colts play in Denver. I don't. I don't know if you start any of them.
2: Yeah. Right. right. Yeah, we were making the comment before this. Uh, before we got going. Uh, Johnny and I don't think we have anyone even
3: in Thursday's game on any of our
2: like. We're, between the two of us, like, probably, like probably 20, leagues. 20,
3: 20 leagues like between us. Not a not a one. Not one indie. Not one Denver player.
0: Yeah. No Demir Thomas, huh?
3: Uh, no, no. I, I'm not a fan. Yeah. Man, um,
2: we went into we got into this early in the season, but he just he drops off. He hasn't been the same since uh, Manning left.
0: So. <laughs> Yeah, he he showed up to give us a good game this week, and now who knows? <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, want to chase right.
2: those points. You know, that's that's the issue with with me. It's it's a lot of chasing, and he he'll disappear for a game. But um, as far as my uh, takeaways from this game, you know, uh, Lashawn McCoy, thirty-two uh, attempts, one hundred and fifty-six yards, and a touchdown, and then Gore, thirty. 36 for 130. Um, My note is don't read too much into these because it was a snowball. Um, Obviously Gore. um, I mean, Gore and McCoy are the guys that are getting the carries, but they're not going to be putting up these numbers, uh, you know, obviously day in and day out. And yeah, um, you know, Gore's uh, probably going to significantly drop in amount of chances. He's got, so,
3: yeah, what's the Marlon Mack situation? Is he still coming on? I I haven't watched any indie football lately. Yeah, <laughs>
0: not not a whole lot. He had seven carries in that game. Oh wow! Compared to Gore's thirty six. Yeah, I I will say, you can't expect that many carries from Gore, but over the last uh, three weeks, he's got more carries than anybody, and I know this game goes a long way towards that, but mm-hmm. but uh, he's he's been consistently getting the ball they're stubborn about it yeah (laughs) maybe to a
3: fault
2: yeah no i mean he's good he's a great player and especially for his age you know um and like what is he's getting close to 30 something yeah um and considering the uh the mileage yeah well just like there's no longevity in running backs anymore yeah um so
0: he's 34 it's amazing he's made it this long yeah. yeah Exactly. So,
2: that you know, that was my notes. Just, you know, there was a great game for those two. They're still fantasy relevant, but I don't think they're going to be, you know, RB1 equivalents. Well, um, I mean, M- McCoy,
3: you, you, it's kind of, you have to.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. McCoy, Yeah,
3: for sure. He's, but, he's but, an auto But star. not Gore, though, yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: right. I, I used Gore, and I've already dropped him to,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> to give right. you an idea.
3: Right, right. So. Well, yeah, I mean, if you see those kind of one-time things, you, you, you got to do it and use it while you can. Mm. Right. Right. Um, all righty. So uh, the next one on the list was uh, the Chiefs getting back in the win column. Uh, Twenty-six Raiders, fifteen. Uh, this one was kind of it was it was a shutout for a while. The Raiders put up some garbage time points um, defensively. Justin Houston led the way for the Chiefs with uh, three solo, two assist, one sack, one tackle for loss. For the Raiders, it was take a guess. Oh fuck! I should know this off the Bowman. Yeah, Navarro Bowman, right? Yeah. Uh, eight total. Uh, excuse me. Eight solo, one assist, one sack, one tackle for loss, one pass defense. Um, and uh, Kels had a. Was this the one where they? It was two for Kels and two for Hill. Or no, that was. Oh, this was. Before. no Hunt got back on this yep. one. That's what it was. Yeah. So Kurt, what? I mean, this 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 Hunt coming back to life. Is this gonna maintain through this week, or what should we do?
0: Geez, I I feel like he finally validated the advice I've been giving people. Mm-hmm. I expected him to finally get it together two or three weeks straight now, and he he just finally got back. But uh, you know, new coordinator calling the plays, so hopefully the twenty five carries isn't uh, something that they stop doing. Sharkhandrick sure, West only got three, so you you'd like to think this is going to be pretty consistent, and they learn their lesson about Hunt. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's hard to think it's a coincidence. They stopped giving Hunt the ball, and then they just can't win any more games. It's, it's an odd thing for them to do. They went back to him. It worked. Uh, Alex Smith had a pedestrian game. Bill and Kelsey, decent games, nothing great. You know those guys are fine, though, moving forward. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't worry too much about them. And this week they have
3: uh, they got the it, Chargers who have uh, a,
0: yeah pretty, a pretty tough up. So I'd start Hunt, and you have to start Kelsey, and yeah, you almost have to start Hill because he's he's in the same boat as Brandon Cooks. So you never really know.
2: Yeah.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but Smith though, you might want to be careful just because uh, Chargers have a really good pass rush. Mm-hmm. Um, but their but their run defense is kind of middle of the pack. So Hunt, right. Hunt could keep it going here, and that's uh, kind of what I'm open for because I, I I bought a lot of stock in in <laughs> that guy. So
0: I yeah. feel like every week on Twitter I get questions hunt or somebody <laughs> and i keep lying to people and telling them to play hunt
2: <laughs> yeah as far as my uh my notes on the show I, i've also got hunt there 25 um attempts for 116 and one and then uh three catches for 22 yards it's he's getting used again uh, other than the west vulture touchdown um it's like uh the chiefs are finally listening to everyone out there <laughs> that are saying why aren't you playing him? Um, also, uh, Crabtree, he had uh, he brought in seven for sixty yards. Not terrible. Not Crabtree. Yeah, is kind of uh, where I was going with that one. So,
3: yeah. Well, Oakland's kind of been all over the place offensively. Um, you know, they do have a, a shit Cowboys defense this week though. So, they, this is their chance to score some points.
2: Well, didn't you say uh, Sean Lee's back, right? So
3: yeah, but it shouldn't make that much a difference. I mean, it
2: really shouldn't. Well, if you listen to Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels, the you know, all they were saying was, you know, Sean Lee's out. You know, they're they're not the same
3: defense. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they're obviously better with him, but mm-hmm. they, they, I mean, they still the, the pass rush is the best thing they have going. If you can negate their pass rush, you can put up points in that defense all, right. all day long. Um, Speaking of the Cowboys, uh, they were the next one, Uh, Cowboys 30, Giants 10, um, and yes, Sean Lee was back. In fact, he had 18 tackles. He had uh, 10 solo tackles, 8 assists, 1 tackle for loss, 1 pass defense, and I believe he had an interception as well. Uh, for the Giants, it was Kelvin Shepard with, a uh, five solo, five assist, one tackle for loss, two pass defense And Landon Collins was seen in a, what was it? a Like a walking boot yeah. afterwards. Right. And, uh, th- from what I've read th- read this week, there's a good chance they're going to shut him down just cause they have nothing left to play for. Yep. He's a pro bowl safety. Why would you injure him for, you know, nothing, yep. uh, or continue to injure him. So, um, that sucks. He, he He's had three or four really great games in a row, and now we might be losing him right when you need him the most for playoffs. So yeah. uh, if, if you're in that boat and Buda Baker's available, that's what you got to do, man. You got to go get that guy while you still can. Um, but uh, offensively, uh, Kurt, what did you see out of this one?
0: Well, big story here was Dak Prescott getting back on track. Uh, 332 yards, three touchdowns. Including the big one to Des Bryant, who came up big for people that needed him. And then there was Rod Smith. Yeah. Um, this, <clears throat> this one's tough because it's hard to predict a player like that. He's not getting a lot of carries, but he's definitely their passing down back. Question is this week against Oakland, will they need to use him a lot? Or are they just going to pound Morris? I think if you're in a pinch and you really want to fly a running back, Rod Smith's not a terrible start this week. Um, giant side of the ball, there's not a whole lot to report at all. They very mediocre game. Eli and his game back only got 228 yards on 46 attempts. Wow. You'd, you'd like to see a lot more from that. Yeah. Uh, playing the Eagles this week, I'd I'd pretty much stay away from any Giants. Mm.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, even with the Eagles having to put Nick Foles out there, we were talking about this earlier. All all Foles has to do is just, you know, stay within himself and don't fuck it up. Just don't fuck it up. Right. Let your two Pro Bowl running backs run the ball. Uh, throw to your Pro Bowl wide receiver and your Pro Bowl tight end. Um, mm-hmm. You know, short, easy passes, and let your defense play ball, and you're gonna crush the shit out of the Giants. So, yeah, yeah.
0: Just don't put yourself in a position that you need a Giant to come through for you this week.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. right, right. Figure right.
0: something else out.
3: Yeah, I mean, what, what do you think about though, like uh, Evan Ingram or, or Shepard? You'd still try and steer clear from those two.
0: I would, I would try to. I mean. I know Ingram has been a top tight end, but the the thing is with the lack of moving the ball in general, they're not getting first downs. It's limiting his opportunities and you're, you're counting on him to make something happen in a situation where he's not going to get that many chances to do it. So the Eagles, I, I expect the Eagles to just shut them down. Yeah. A lot of three and outs, a lot of turnovers, uh, I wouldn't want Ingram to be my player if I could control it. Granted, the tight end position is slim to none. Mm-hmm. So if you have Ingram, you're probably going to start him, but I wouldn't be happy about it.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, totally. Uh, back on the whole Rod Smith thing, uh, just, I got some notes on him. Just uh, He had six attempts for 47 yards and a touchdown and then caught five for 113 and, and a touchdown. Um He's uh I mean those are some pretty good numbers and like you said it it's hard to know exactly what that's going to look like next week. It, it's a shitty backfield between Morrison and Smith with um uh, Zeke out. It, by the way, what's the update when is he coming back? Is he going to make it for any of the playoffs or just uh He'll
0: be back next week.
3: Next week. Hmm.
0: Next so week for champions place Seattle.
3: Right. So and, and if and, you've
0: been holding on to him yeah, that's and
3: what you get, <laughs> and it's a vulnerable Seattle too. I I mean, yeah. especially now when we get to their matchup, we'll talk about some of their injuries, but they're they're not the same defense they were. That's for sure.
0: No, nope, not even close. Yeah.
3: Not the Legion of Boom. The Legion of Poof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, Rod Smith does have some big playability. Mm-hmm. It, it's just you know, it, it, if you have a better option, a more consistent option, you probably want to go there. But it, I mean, it there are worse rolls of the dice. That's for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. especially in ppr league yes
3: right right definitely so um all right one more than a plug sure thing righty. so uh the next one was i'm sure your guys favorite game of the day mm-hmm. uh packers 27 browns 21 this was a overtime game uh brent hunley actually uh led them to victory um Devontae Adams had a great game, but I'm sure you guys will get into that. Uh, defensively, it was a couple of our favorites here. Blake Martinez leading the Packers with uh, three solo, six assists, one tackle for loss. For the Browns, it was uh, Jason McCourty, uh, the corner, with eight solo, two assists, half a tackle for loss. And Joe Schobert had four solo, five assists, and for nine total um offensively, would you guys get out of this um and I just uh and, and Kurt and Nate, let's talk about Rodgers coming back this week too. Like uh how 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 confident are you guys would you would you play him? I mean, let's 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 get into that.
0: Mm-hmm. Um oh, well, I have that decision in two leagues and I'm choosing to play him in both. It's it's not the greatest matchup in the world, but um Rodgers is Rodgers and for me, they're both two quarterback leagues, so it's it's really not too hard of a decision. If you have a guy already that's got a decent matchup and he's been doing fine, I would lean towards, you know, leave him alone. But if you're streaming or struggling with, with lower, lower, uh, lower tier one quarterbacks, I don't think it's going to be a bad game for Rodgers.
3: Yeah, it won't be like a six touchdown game or anything, but um, mm-hmm. I I think this is this is kind of great timing for the people that had Wentz and lost him this week. You know and what I mean? Yeah, like, that
2: that's where I was gonna go. Uh, the couple places I have him. One of them is the league that I had Wentz, and I picked up Rodgers just on a whim, just so that someone else didn't get him, and uh, then Wentz went down, and there I am looking at Rodgers. I'm I'm playing him. I'm, I mean. <laughs> kurt and i were both lions fans we don't want him to come back we want the pack Packers should have lost this fucking game uh even if it was to the browns but um you know i he's he's gonna have an impact coming back and i think that uh, i'm willing to to roll that dice so the question is now um who does that affect does jordy nelson now become relevant um
3: you know does uh i think adams was relevant anyway so well yeah so adams you, you, is you relevant right? you just keep adam's, adams, adams going the
0: anomaly right yeah um you could argue adams is the has gotten better without rogers right it, it seems like hunley's locked into him rogers will come back should help Jordy. and and i don't i don't see adams getting any worse but if, if you've been sitting on Jordy nelson all these weeks waiting and waiting mm-hmm. Put him in. Should be fine.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's not an ideal defense to come back against um, with Keekley there and and some of the pass rush and stuff. But uh, it's they're not what they used to be. You know, Josh Norman's not there anymore. Uh, Coleman's kind of dinged up, just getting back from injury. Um, they're I, they're. You know, Rodgers, like you said, he's not going to have his best game, but he'll, he'll probably put up some points.
2: Yeah. And going back to uh, Devontae Adams' production of the last game, uh, he he brought in 10 for 84 and two touchdowns. I mean, for... What? Everyone, when Rodgers went down, thought that, you know, most of these receivers weren't going to be able to do much. You'd end up having the... Um, with the practice squad, you know...
3: Guys getting guys all the coming. catches, yeah. right. Yeah.
2: Um, and and so it, it you know, I've been running with Adams and every week it's been like a hold my breath type of type of thing and Adams has been getting
3: better. Um and, and even if he didn't have those two touchdowns, you ten for eighty is in PPR, that's pretty freaking good game. So Yeah. You know. Yeah, he had a good game.
2: Um and then also going back, we talked about Josh Gordon in the uh fantasy preacher segment, but uh, you know, like I said, three for sixty nine and one. Uh they've got the Ravens next week. What do you think? Just keep, keep rolling with, with Gordon with the Ravens?
0: Yeah. Um, like I said, Jimmy Smith's gone. We saw what Pittsburgh just did to him. Kaiser has kind of been playing okay lately, surprisingly. Yeah,
3: uh, he's been pretty decent the last couple of days. One weeks. of those yeah. two
0: quarterback leagues, I was in a real tough spot. Plugged in Kaiser, and he came through big time for nice. me. Uh, you still have Corey Coleman there to to help him along, so truthfully I, I expect a really big game from Gordon
3: nice yeah I mean it, it seems like he's just getting warmed up and, and getting back into the swing of things and, and the amount of targets he's getting too just makes him impossible to sit down right
0: he's he's just a freak he's a freakishly athletic player uh, not sure if people maybe forgot how good he really was when he was when he was going all the time but that guy can play football uh, mm-hmm. if you have him. Put
2: them in there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All yeah. right. You so, got plug? Yeah, let me plug some some butts here. All right. Um, so you can find us on Twitter uh, and Facebook. Uh, Twitter is at IDPGuys, and Facebook is facebook.com slash IDPGuys. Individually, uh, on Twitter, John is at OrangeMan3142. Um, our usual co-host, Sean, who... Uh, isn't here this week but uh, you can find him at atlanny 1925 Kurt here is at mr. Easy Street and I am at Nate cheat um, you can find our periscope feed and uh, we post the episodes there and you can just communicate with us um, through Twitter and have a grand old time but uh, let's let's talk about uh, let's talk about... <laughs>
0: It's funny to hear female talk about routes. Like.
2: Douchebag Cam Newton and the Panthers.
3: <laughs> okay, so uh, the, the Panthers, unfortunately, are pounding again. Um, Panthers 31, Vikings 24. It actually turned out to be a one-score game, which was pretty good. Um, the Vikings didn't look too hot for a minute there, but they made it respectable. Uh, defensively, surprise, surprise for the Panthers. It was Luke Kuechly with, uh, eight solo, six assists, one sack, one tackle for loss, uh, and a bit of surprise—a bit of a surprise on the Viking side. Linval Joseph, the defensive tackle, with 10 total tackles, three solo, seven assist, one sack, one tackle for loss. Um, and I don't know if if the listeners remember 21 episodes ago, but he was one of the guys we talked about in the preseason as a defensive tackle to target. Um, he's been having kind of a down year, but it, but this shows that he's still capable of of having those kind of snacks Harrison type games, uh, if you will. Um, but uh, offensively, uh, what did what did you guys see here besides Jonathan Stewart fucking people? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jonathan Stewart, uh, it's probably gonna fuck a lot more people because I think he's the number one waiver wire ad this week. Yeah, and I don't I don't buy it for a minute to yeah. be
2: honest. Mm-hmm. Well, if anyone yeah. heard our uh, show last week, we, we went in on Jonathan Stewart, so I'm guessing that uh, he heard it and decided to, f- to show us. Uh, yeah, right.
0: <laughs> well, it, I know he's, he's actually scored, I think, three weeks in a row now, which is great. But this game in particular, I expect it to be more of a Christian McCaffrey game. Mm. Uh, you know, Rogers coming back, I think. Packers have put up points. Panthers will need to keep pace. I don't think they're going to be able to just do the whole ground and pound thing. And, I mean, this was a great game, but we've seen, what, three, four seasons straight now where we can see that this isn't normal. Anybody expecting him to do something like this again is going to be disappointed.
3: Yeah, right, right. He, he's just – he's okay, you know. These are – definitely outlier games for him. Yeah. That's for sure. You,
0: you get 40 yards in a touchdown. You're probably happy.
3: Yeah. Right. Right. Um, feeling looked good mm-hmm. again. Um, yeah, six for 105 and a touchdown. There. Right. Right. Uh, and Diggs has kind of been the second guy there all year, which is a little weird because, um, everyone kind of, yeah. I mean, I thought he was going to be really great this year, but mm-hmm. what, what's going on with Diggs?
0: I think Diggs is really great. Um, honestly i i think they they probably make an argument for best receiver duo in the league it's just that thielen has been so good that they can't get away from him and and they there's only so many balls to go around they weren't able to run the ball much this game uh panthers played pretty good defense overall but i think thielen and Diggs are just gonna keep going around the pace they're at and Potentially even better uh, this week. <laughs> yeah,
3: right. Well, they get a little more favorable defensive matchup this week. Um, yeah, and, and it's it, you got a point there, too. Diggs does get the best corner and the rolling coverage and, and all that jazz, too. So it just lets Thielen do his thing a little bit easier. Hmm.
0: Big advantage they have is they can both play in the slot. It really lets them dictate matchups uh, with corners how they want to do it. And that's worked out great for him. It's it's good to have that flexibility with your receivers.
3: And with their run game, I mean, we didn't see anything new here. Um, They kind of both didn't do much. But um, if you've got anyone that's going into playoffs this week and has the old uh, McKinnon-Murray quandary, what would you recommend?
0: This week is probably more likely to be a Murray week. Um. I think given the matchup, it's safe to say that they're gonna have a lead. Right. And I the- think they're they're tending to use Murray more when they have the lead. And the Bengals just led up a monster game to Jordan Howard. Um I I think the Vikings should run away with that game. They should be able to handle Cincinnati's offense easily and run the ball pretty effectively over the course of the game
3: yeah i tend to think that way too um in fact i, I picked them up for um one of the leagues i'm in because it it was it was idp plus a a team defense so i picked up um the vikings this week against cincy um right okay um oh yeah and one last panthers question um your confidence in funches right now I, i'm I, i'm fairly confident but i, I want to hear it from you before i put them in this week
0: yeah, put him in for sure this week. Um, this is a week. The Vikings game, I expected not a lot out of Funches And then, granted, his, his play was somewhat fluky, but still delivered it. And this week's a much easier matchup. Green Bay doesn't scare me at all with that secondary and all the injuries they've gone through. Shouldn't be a problem. And like I said, probably going to be a fairly high-scoring game. So they... They don't have a whole lot of other other choices to throw to, so that's the guy.
3: Sounds good to me. Uh, Speaking of the monster Jordan Howard game, uh, Bears 33, Cincinnati 7. Uh, Defensively for the Bears, there's Danny Trevithan, um, the old Devontae Adam concussor there uh, with uh, four solo, six assist, one pass defense for Cincy uh and when I you know read the stat keep in mind both Nick Vigil and Burfict were out this game so it was Clayton Fajay Delem F-E-G F-E-J-E D-E-L-E-M Fajay <laughs> Delem mm. <laughs> with uh Six solo, five assists, and half a tackle for loss. Um, perfect had a concussion. He's tracking to be back this week. And if he's not, uh, you want to target Vincent Ray. Uh, that's the guy that'll take his spot and take his production. Um, but offensively, uh, what did you guys see here? I mean, obviously, the the Jordan Howard, um, you know, Mm -hmm. game was pretty good.
0: Yeah, Jordan Howard pretty much controlled the whole game. Uh, I, like, a complete fool, benched him Ooh. in favor of Ouch. Frank Gore, actually. Oh. That was one of the choices I made. Turned out okay, yeah, but uh, could have been better. The Trebitsky game was probably his best as a pro. And, and then the, the big thing here that I got was, even after Jordan Howard's 23 carries for almost 150 yards, Tariq Cohen had 12 more for 80. Both averaged over 6 yards a carry. Uh that's goes back to this whole Latavius Murray argument for last uh game against the Bengals. They they can't stop the run. And scares me because the Bears are running well and that's that's problematic for the Lions this week.
3: Mm. Yeah, and uh I, I think it was was it you I was talking to Nate about how Trubitsky looked a lot more competent this last week and that and that can't be a good thing for you yeah. for you guys coming up here.
2: Yeah, completely um yeah my notes uh i've got how you know obviously howard uh 23 carries 147 yards two touchdowns going on to the lions eh, i would feel confident in him going against lions honestly um and then on the other side um watch mixon's injury report he had a concussion that held him out this game maybe he clears it and uh you know going to the vikings uh, I'd have to think he'd do fairly, fairly well for the
3: Vikings as if they're giving him the carries that they were before his concussion. Right, right. And and if he's and something to look at if he doesn't clear is um, Bernard got yeah. all the touches and even if you know he he wasn't getting much production, he was still getting some PPR points and some some decent yards. So right, that, that's something you want to look out for.
0: I would. Uh, I'm gonna step in and disagree with you on this one. Uh, okay. I'm not gonna touch Mixon or Bernard in this game, if you know, if at all possible. Right. Uh, the Vikings, I think, are the number two rushing defense in fantasy, and the way the offense has looked lately, um, it, it kind of goes back to what I was saying about Evan Ingram. I don't know if they're gonna move the ball enough to create the opportunities these guys need they're not going to get near the end zone Uh, you're really crossing your fingers putting one of these two guys in the game either one I Mm -hmm. think you you may be able to get some production in the receiving game out of them but uh, relying on that's tricky and if you have a better more uh, safer option I'd say I'd, I'd go that way
3: yeah I'd agree with that yeah, I mean, that that works for me because I need that uh, Vikings defense to do well this week. And I don't huh? have any Mixon or Bernard. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> One thing we didn't mention was uh, Kendall Wright, 10 catches, 107 yards. So it seems that when Trubisky gets his act together, Kendall Wright's the guy he's going to be looking for. So I can't imagine a world where I want to start Kendall Wright.
3: Oh, man, yeah. But it
0: may... If you're talking maybe 14 or 16 team league and you're really desperate,
3: mm-hmm.
0: he's probably out there. I can't imagine anybody wanted him before this. Let me show you what the turkey hole
3: is. Right, and don't confuse him with Kevin White because I've seen people do that too. Oh, yeah. You remember that earlier in the year when, right, when right. everyone was getting the wrong guy? Isn't like, Kevin White on IR now? I don't know. Yeah. but it's it, yes.
0: Kevin White lives on IR.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, just uh, terrible either way. Um, okay, so the next one was uh, 49ers, 26, Texans, 16. Jimmy G with a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the 49ers, it was our guy Reuben Foster leading the way with seven solo, one assist, one tackle for loss. For the Texans, it was Zach Cunningham. Six solo, three assists, half a sack, one and a half tackles for loss, one pass defense. Um, and just before we get into the offense on this, I, I did have a question for you for this week, Kurt. Uh, Lamar Miller... Against Jacksonville, a lot of people have been, or a lot of analysts say, Jacksonville's one weakness on defense is the run game. But you gotta assume with a backup quarterback and j- just you know, they're, the, the Houston's probably in a, inability to move the ball this week. Um, you
0: have, that, uh, you have that fake news button.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me. Uh, wait. So, so Jack, you you would start Lamar Miller this fake week? News.
0: I no, I. I would not start Lamar Miller. Jacksonville's okay, okay. defense, the weakness "quote unquote," has really dissipated ever since they acquired Marcel Darius. Right, and that that defense is all around great. TJ Yates, uh, good luck moving the ball at all.
3: Yeah, he's going to get so, murdered. He might actually die this game.
0: He, no, I'm I'm sure he will. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I don't want to touch the You can play Hopkins because you have to play Hopkins. But right, right. Even Lamar Miller, this this would scare the shit out of me. I'd look elsewhere.
3: Gotcha, gotcha. Because it's, it's funny because I, I read on... Uh I think it was NFL.com, something like oh, the, the one weakness in Jacksonville's defense is their pass is their uh, their run defense. And then uh, Yahoo had the same thing on their little their little snippet projection for the player. And they're giving him like I, three stars yeah. out of five or something. I'm I, like, I what? think a
0: lot of this news breeds within itself. And and a lot of these, you know, stereotypical things just get repeated because Jacksonville's run defense has been a lot better since the first half of the year. And going by the whole entire year is a good way to get yourself confused and caught up in matchups that are not actually as good as they might look on paper. It's it's much better to look at the last four or five weeks and see what you got that way.
3: Gotcha. Uh, That's that's good advice.
2: Yeah. Well, the IDP guys have another message to Yahoo.
3: Wrong. (laughs) There you go. Um, But, uh, all right, so this – this last one here was uh, 49ers 26 Texans 16. Jimmy G looked pretty good. Um it didn't didn't hurt the team. Played pretty mm. well, got the win. Um so let's talk about the offense from this game and let's talk about starting Jimmy G this week. I've seen a few people pulling the trigger on that. How behind are the, uh you know on that are you guys?
0: Um I I liked starting Garoppolo last week. I don't love it as much this week it it kind of goes to what I was just saying that the Titans have been for most of the year pretty bad against the pass and now this season they've or sorry this past past month or so they've gotten a little better uh they're not quite as soft as they look on paper and I mean you can probably just find a better option mm. to be I mean Garoppolo's looked all right and you know good for what We've been seeing compared to other 49er quarterbacks, but nothing to write home about. Yeah, I don't want him in week 15 of my fantasy playoffs. Yeah, right. So,
2: so let me uh, interject here. Uh, on a scale of one to ten uh, of a rating of a dick move, uh, in my league where um, I was number one seed playing the number six, he just had Wentz go down. Uh, top two quarterbacks were Keenum, Bortles, and I picked them up off of waivers so that he couldn't so that he had to play Garoppolo. So one to 10 dick move, 10 being the dickest move. I mean, it's, it's a smart well,
0: uh,
3: move. It's, it's a smart uh, move. Yeah, yeah, I don't
0: think it's a dick move at all. If, if you've got the roster space to make those moves, that's your prerogative. Yeah. And my question is, why didn't he pick them up? It, I
3: mean, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A- absolutely. If you can deny someone else, you know, the, the thing they need to beat you, that's, that's just as good as you picking up the thing you need to beat them. Mm-hmm. You know? A- and it's like, that, that's something I've, I've done for years, and then all of a sudden this year with Twitter, I'm seeing all, all these people saying, like, hey, if you can deny someone Aaron Rodgers this week because Winst went down, go ahead and do it. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Shut your fucking mouth. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not new age insight. No, no, it's not.
3: But it's like, if these people haven't figured it out, they don't need to see it on Twitter. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh- but uh, speaking of that game, still uh, the
2: savage going down, oh, writhing yeah, right. on the the field, and then going back in.
3: Yeah, he's like sp- five he minutes later, spitting blood and seizuring on the ground, pretty much, and and uh, apparently he was cleared to go back in and play. So, man, that's to... a
0: black guy on the NFL. Huh? Yeah,
3: that that's happening. They... Few times this year, right? Uh, Russell Wilson got away with one when he stepped mm. into the yep. tent and stepped back out. Um,
0: that was real early in the year, and then yeah, I, there's been a few. I mean, these guys, none of none of yeah, none have been as obvious as that one was, though.
2: Mm, yeah. Oh man, the memes afterwards, the the videos on Twitter, it was everywhere. Like, the, there's no, it, it did not look good, but.
0: Um, also about this game, just looking at Lamar Miller had 17 carries and managed 53 yards, and that was against San Francisco, who's damn near last in rushing defense.
3: Right, so everyone torches to them,
0: expedite, yeah. Or, to expound on that last point, I had there's little reason to think he's going to have any better of a chance here against Jacksonville.
3: Right, and if TJ Yates is at quarterback, what are you going to do as the defensive coordinator uh, against that team? You know what I mean? You just if,
0: you're going to triple cover DeAndre Hopkins, right?
3: And and then <laughs> and then load the box and stop the run, and yeah. then the game's over. <laughs> right, so. That's all there is to it. But, and Yates
0: uh, Yates did play good, but you know, San Francisco
3: and Jacksonville are not exactly the same animal. No, yeah. no, defensively not even close.
2: And uh, so I got one more point on the 49ers. Uh, Marquise Goodwin. Uh, he had he brought in six for 106 yards. Seems to be getting some chemistry with Garoppolo. Yeah. He's
3: <laughs> yeah. He's, he's the guy, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, he, he's, he's had a couple couple of really good PPR weeks in a row.
0: Um, and you can keep playing him for sure. Him and Garoppolo have clicked, and Goodwin—it's not a—it's not a mistake. Goodwin's a good receiver and fast as fuck. He's—he's he's probably due for another bomb anytime now. So, nice. Uh, I wouldn't—I wouldn't hesitate to get him in if you have him, or if you're not sure because he's not a big name probably pretty safe with
3: him yeah right right i I actually i didn't manage to get him in any of my league leagues but i played him in uh dfs last week and um he, he's been he's you know he's still pretty cheap in dfs and you're getting that you know eight nine or whatever seven eight nine receptions mm-hmm. 80 90 100 yards for for a discount that's that's good stuff right there i
0: I'm pretty happy with him. I'm going to play him over both Jarvis Landry and Robbie Anderson this week. So, oh wow, I'm, wow! I'm not worried about him.
3: It's high praise. That is high praise. Nice, nice. Uh, speaking of Robbie Anderson, the next matchup here was uh, Broncos twenty-three, Jets zero. Uh, McCown broke his uh, non-throwing hand, I believe it was right. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, but he's still he's still out this week. I, I, I'm pretty sure. Um,
2: well, I, that'd be amazing to play with
0: a broken hand.
3: Well, yeah, I don't know. They, in the eighty, <laughs> in the eighties, they might have done it. <laughs> but, it wouldn't
0: be an NFL season if Josh McCann didn't miss at least a few games. Yeah, so, yeah. right,
3: right. That's true. That's true. Uh, defensively for the Broncos. It was uh, Brandon Marshall with uh, six solo, one assist, one sack, four tackles for loss. For the Jets, it was uh, one of the show favorites here, DeMario Davis. Ten solo tackles, two assists, and one tackle for loss. Um, offensively, what do what we see here? Well, we
0: saw Demarius Thomas with a big game.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: We saw, um, mostly due to volume, they t- Simeon just... Throws it, throws it, throws it. Half the throws are terrible, but the ones that aren't, they turn out okay. Um, we also saw Denver commit to CJ Anderson again, mm. only for him to shit the bed and average 2.2 on 22 carries. Mm. So they they haven't been able to get that figured out all year, and every time it looks like they do, it's it just back up in the air again. And <laughs> Nothing really to talk about with the Jets. And now that McCown's gone, I wouldn't be too happy about any of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Robbie Anderson, uh, should be noted, had success with Bryce Petty last season. So if you if you still want to play Robbie Anderson, it's probably okay. They seem to click last year. They practiced together a lot. And he's just their best playmaker. So there's a good chance they're going to keep going to him.
2: Yeah. Uh, do you think the ground game uh, gets ramped up? You know, Forte or Elijah McGuire get some more carries?
0: Well, uh, it actually looks like Powell is their their favorite right now. Oh. Um, he had 13 carries to Forte's six. Wow. Now, the problem is neither of them are doing anything with the carries, and... They got the Saints this week. They're going to be chasing points the whole game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. So it's it, it goes back to, I mean, when they throw to running backs, it tends to be Forte. So if you expect them to be down and chasing the points, Robbie Anderson is probably going to get a lot of targets, and Forte will probably catch a few checkdowns and get you some garbage time,
3: mm.
0: easy points that way
3: nice right yeah but this is not an ideal game for no. anyone in the Jets uh, offense no, um,
0: no, nothing you're looking forward
3: to right right uh, okay, you want another one or plug plug? Or? Uh, keep it going. Okay, so uh, next one was uh, Cardinals 12, Tennessee 7. Um, leading the way for the Cardinals was Carlos Dansby with eight solo tackles. Uh, Buda Baker had another good game for them. Five solo, two assists, one pass defense. For Tennessee, it was Jonathan Ciprian um, finally back in form after coming back from injury. He had uh, nine solo, one assist, one sack, one tackle for loss. Offensively, not a ton happened here. Larry Fitzgerald smashed a record, though. I forget what it was. But um,
2: um All-time receiving. Yeah, he right, right. Past uh,
3: uh,
2: what's his face?
3: Martin You're Harrison, t- T.O., o, all one time? of those guys. Oh, yeah, I think he's just behind Jerry Rice now, right? Yeah, just Jerry Rice. Marshall Was it Marshall Falk? That's a running back. Oh, no. <laughs> You're thinking you're, you're thinking think. you're thinking of guys who expose themselves to female reporters. Yes. Don't <laughs> 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 forget
0: Heath Evans. I just Right, just right. couldn't hate him. <laughs> um I guess he moved into thirty past Randy Moss.
3: Oh okay.
2: That's who I was gotcha, thinking of you know, gotcha, Randy gotcha. Moss. Right. Uh because he was the guy that was on the I mean he was uh on the the pregame. Right, show. right, right,
3: right. Yeah, Fitzgerald is, I mean, he's he's timeless, man. He, and he's he's still, God, could you imagine if he'd had uh, Palmer thrown to him all year or, you know, slightly better quarterback play all year yeah. or, or a running game that doesn't come apart every other week? <laughs> like,
0: Or even his whole career. It's, yeah, like right. Half of his career has been just garbage quarterbacks.
3: Seriously, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, what would you guys see offensively?
0: Did they play offense in this game? Not, or? not really.
3: <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> the biggest thing, if if people are still just clinging to Marcus Mariota,
1: Stop.
0: I, <laughs> I know how how good it looks that San Francisco is on board this week, and it's hard to pull away now, but I feel like you've been living with them all year. It's, it's going to backfire this week or next week. If you can find a better option than Mariota, He's just bad. He's the <laughs> stats are stats, but he plays bad. He does right. not look like a good quarterback right now. So, yeah,
3: which is crazy because the last like eight games of last year, he played really, really lights out well, and then this year he's just not been the same.
0: It it could be because the running game has been a shell of what it was last year. He's mm-hmm. not getting much help there, and we've seen plenty of examples of quarterbacks that shine when their run game works and can't do anything when it doesn't. But, um, Tennessee's kind of just in a big funk right now on offense. Yeah. Delaney definitely. Walker's probably the only guy you're really safe with. And the Cardinals, it's, it's pretty much fits. Uh, Kerwin Williams had a decent game, but i mm-hmm. um, hearing a lot of hype about a guy that got 20 carries and still only got 73 yards. It's not impressive to me.
1: Right. But,
0: um, if, if you're really desperate and there's no other choices, I guess you could try to pick up Kerwin Williams. I don't advise it, though. Yeah,
3: yeah. definitely. And, and the thing with San Fran, too, is it's not it, just having Garoppolo there and them being not so inept on offense changes the way they play defense, too. It's right. like when you can sustain some of these drives and keep your defense fresher and you're not in a hole all the time, you can play better defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, so.
0: You don't have to play as many snaps. There's, I mean, that's naturally going to provide better results.
2: Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, my notes had I went with the Kerwin Williams. That was the only thing that really stuck out. The 20, 20 carries, seventy three yards, and um, any any word on Peterson? Is
3: he out? Uh, I saw yeah. um the coach. What the hell is his name? Uh, he talked about it today. Adam Schefter tweeted it. Uh, no no news as of yet. Yeah. Gotcha.
0: I'm I'm pretty much starting to assume he's not going to play again
1: yeah
0: it's just the way of the way it seems the vibe I mean I don't have anything concrete but almost feels like uh one of those injuries where he maybe could push himself back but why
3: mm-hmm right yeah um, yeah, if you check Schefter, I, th- I think he, he tweeted something on it today, but it, it was nothing, nothing major. It, it was something like, uh, we don't know. We don't know if he'll play again this season and we won't know until game time for this week. Some, something along those lines. Yeah. Um,
2: and, um so, uh, oh, right. let me, uh, get another plug in here. Um, so uh, we'll just give another shout out to hard file podcast. Make sure and check them out on, uh, Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Um, Talk about general sports is what it sounds like, and they they seem to have a a similar vibe to us, so um, give them a listen. Also, uh, find us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Please subscribe. Give us a five-star review. Um, That helps with search, and uh, make sure you're checking out our Periscopes. Um, We've... Got everything working. They're
3: they're highly entertaining. (laughs) You you can watch me watching the Celtics game while I talk about football. (laughs) Yeah,
2: (laughs) but you get to submit your questions if you have them. That's for sure. But uh, let's talk uh, Chargers, Redskins.
3: Yeah, yep. So, uh, man, Laser Face is hot. Let me Mm. tell you, Rivers is feeling it. Uh, Keenan Allen too man it, it this is not your your uh you know your normal Chargers team yeah. they're not uh, in Chargers purgatory uh, as we <laughs> talk about um so yeah Chargers 30 Redskins 13 um Leading the way defensively for the Chargers was Desmond King, the guy I was talking about earlier, the combo safety corner. He had seven solo, three assist, one sack, one and a half tackle for loss, one pass defense, and that's with a 0.0 projection on Yahoo. So um, solid job, Yahoo. Great job. Yep, yep, yep.
1: Yep. you are fake news
3: there we go thank you um for the redskins it was uh Dechazor everett with six solo five assists one pass defense and uh some kind of major news here for idp uh zach brown foot has an mri this week is doubtful to play this weekend and there's a chance he could be shut down for the season so that's not great he's uh been in the top three all year for tackles idp points um that really sucks because uh, it, it's playoffs. We need them. Um, so, you know, it, it, if you do have Zach Brown and and you've got uh, linebacker troubles, maybe get one of the guys we talked about earlier, uh, Vince Williams, Preston Brown, you know, something along those lines. Uh, offensively, what would you guys see here? And do we think that the Keenan Allen kind of boom is going to continue?
0: I think it will, at least for this week. Um He's it's four four big weeks in a row now, I think. Yeah. And they they definitely seem to have found a rhythm. Uh Rivers has been great lately. Continued that this week. Uh and then Melvin Gordon, twenty two carries and Eckler only got four. <clears throat> it's good that they're getting back to the majority a, a larger majority anyway. I it's tough in the backfield are near a split and you don't know who's getting what but I think the Chargers look pretty cut and dry I wouldn't buy into Terrell Williams it's a big play was nice and all but you can't count on that but the Chargers kind of what you see is what you get right now I don't I don't have any hesitation with them against Kansas City
3: yeah I think they're gonna clean up Kansas City this week they just got like a confidence about them that's I haven't seen in a long time. Um, mm. they, they look really good in kind of all facets. Um, with with Bosa and Ingram just wrecking havoc yeah. on, on the defensive line and their offense that, clicking, I mean,
0: yeah. Pass rushes is dangerous. Yeah, mm. definitely, definitely.
3: Yeah, for
2: sure. Um, my notes, I've, like, you touched on already Melvin Gordon, 22-78 and a touchdown. And... Um, Samaj P. Ryan, 17 for 45 yards. Uh, should he? Should, do you guys think he'll do better against the Chiefs? I mean, he should, right?
0: He should do better than that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's hard to do worse. But I don't know. I've never bought into P. Ryan. I just don't see the, the great talent there. It um, seems like he's more of a volume guy. He's getting it, so you should have something there to show for it at the end of the day but definitely not the kind of games we've seen the two or three of the past weeks from him Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, Yeah, Crowder Crowder and Doxon both had three for 34 and they've come back down to earth too I was expecting to see Crowder take off when he started hitting his stride but he's plummeted
3: disappointing do you think they Oh shit! What's the tight end situation there right now? Is, is Reed back yet, or is it still Davis out there?
0: It's still Davis. Uh, they've declared Reed out already, I think. Oh wow! So the Cardinals are not a terribly hard matchup, but um, the offense is just not getting it done lately.
3: Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you can stay away from P Ryan, I mean. You, you gotta do what you gotta do. Um when Thompson went down and, and it and it seemed like he would get all the work, you know, then then, then he had a couple of good games. But now mm-hmm. there's isn't there like some Marshall guy or something that comes in on third downs and takes the passes as well? Um
0: they've they've got <clears throat>
3: forget the guy's name.
0: There's a guy named uh Daniels.
3: Right, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. That that's it. And
0: he he got two carries. Uh, they didn't throw him anything. No other running backs caught a pass. Uh, P. Ryan only, he had four, but he only managed seven yards on him. It's its just another product of an entire offense sputtering, limits opportunities, limits touchdowns, and everybody's scores have been pretty much shit ever, ever since this downslide has started.
3: Yeah, it's too bad. I know a lot of people invested in P. Ryan when uh, they saw that situation developing. Um are you pulling something up or you want me to keep going?
2: Oh, I was just looking for Marshall as far as a running
3: back and there are two Marshalls on Washington and they are both on IR. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I, that <laughs> that's the name I thought I saw. Who knows? Yeah, no um, problem. So the next game was my personal favorite of the day. Uh Saxonville thirty, Sea Chickens twenty-four. Um and Nate's gonna fire something up for me. Fire something up for me in the background here. So uh, defensively for the J- Jacksonville, it was Aaron Colvin with seven solo tackles for the sea C- chickens that you can now hear in the background. <laughs> it was Byron Maxwell with nine solo, one pass defense. Bobby Wagner is a hamstring. He's up in the air for this week. And KJ Wright had a concussion. He's also up in the air for this week, which is uh, thank you for the chickens, by the way. Uh, that, that's pretty huge IDP news. Wagner and Wright have been great all year long. Um so it sucks if you're if you're rolling into the playoffs with the Wagner here. All right, that's plenty. Thank you. <laughs> Just two seconds. <laughs> All right, there you go. Thanks. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I mean. you know it was a good game there was some offense I just love how Ramsey talked shit before the game and and was just like saying oh Seattle's nothing that big who cares you know you all blow them up too much in the media there ain't nothing and then uh Bennett gets like a like a beer thrown on his face or whatever and tries to and the other guy tries to go up into the crowd and like fight some Jacksonville fans like the whole thing was just batshit crazy and uh, the Seahawks don't lose well. They they mm. they are not good losers. So I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, what did what did you guys take out of this game?
0: Well, I enjoyed it uh, primarily because it kept the Lions' slim playoff chances alive. Yeah. But um, for fantasy, I was impressed by Bortles. Uh, it was a pretty solid game. Two sixty eight, two touchdowns. Added some more rushing. Is always helpful in fantasy. Uh, they, they committed back to Fournette, who got back on track. Mm-hmm. And surprising game by Keelan Cole. Came out with three catches for 99 yards. Um, wouldn't go chasing after Keenan Cole. Stick with your P.D. Westbrook. Stick with your Marquise Lee. Uh, Seattle. Russell Wilson's going to do what he does. Uh, you can play him against anybody. You're never going to bench him. But Mike Davis came back and had a pretty good game. And they actually fed him 15 carries. Uh, hopefully his rib <coughs> injury is not too significant. and He can play because they've got a great matchup this week with the Rams. I think if he can go, he'll be a solid start. And you can... Tyler Walkett caught a big touchdown, so it's nice to see him pop up here and there once in a while.
3: What uh, what happened with uh, Graham? Was it just uh, the, the the way the game went? I mean, he disappeared.
0: You know, Graham has has done this in spurts this year, but the difference last week is normally he pops up at the end and makes a few catches or scores a touchdown, and this week they just didn't come. Uh, I haven't watched the full game. I couldn't tell you exactly what the problem was, but very, uh, very non-characteristic for him.
3: Yeah. I mean, he's had such a good year though that yeah, you just got to kind of forget that one and roll with the bunches.
0: Yeah. It's, it's not the kind of thing you're going to take into consideration about whether to start him again. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. Uh, as far as my, uh, my notes went, I've got Mike Davis down 15 for 66 yards. The, uh, the other guy that McK- everyone was McKissick. Yeah. McKissick. Everyone was saying he was going to be, uh, you know, uh, the number one and he's great in a pass catching role. He, you know, didn't have as great of a game in this one. Um, and it seemed like McKissick, uh, not McKissick, uh, Mike Davis was getting more of the, uh, the carries,
0: um, yeah, the carries were fifteen to three.
2: Yeah, yep. And then uh, you know, like you had mentioned, Fournette, uh, he had twenty four for one hundred and one and a touchdown. And seems like that foot is uh, is pretty good.
3: It's holding up. Yeah, keeping him upright. Yep. Good.
0: If if you're in a PPR league, uh, you you can still keep your eye on McKissick. He did catch five passes mm-hmm. to go along with his three carries. So. That's borderline where you want to be. You'd like a little more, but could have been worse.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's someone to keep an eye on. And he's capable of some explosive plays, so. Right. You never know. Um, all righty. Next one was uh, Eagles 43, Rams 35. This was a thoroughly entertaining game um, that ended with a gut shot to anyone that's had. Mm. Wenson has been pleasantly surprised all year. Um, that would be me. That is my quarterback. Um, So uh, defensively for the Eagles, it was Nigel Bradham with uh, six solo, two tackles for loss, two pass defense. For the Rams, it was John Johnson III with seven solo, four assists, two pass defense. And uh, just a real quick note, I saw this just while I was looking at defensive box scores. Um, So Mark Barron and Alec Ogletree. Uh, We would say they're in our our top 10. They certainly were preseason top Mm -hmm. 10 linebackers. Um, If you were just pulling linebackers off the top of your head that you'd want on your whatever all defensive team ever IDP. Mm -hmm. Mark Barron and Alec Ogletree would be on there, right? Yeah. They each have 86 tackles this year. Preston Brown out of the Buffalo Bills has 107. Wow. That's absolutely insane. Uh, you're talking high ownership rates for Ogletree and Barron because they're household names that have been mm-hmm. in the IDP game for a while. Preston Brown, you know, no one talks about this guy, but he's quietly having an amazing year with low ownership. So uh, just a little more research saying, you know, if you got linebacker troubles, you go get yourself a Preston Brown. <laughs> uh, but uh, offensively, a lot of points scored. What did you guys see?
0: Yeah, it was, it was a great game uh, for fantasy. Wentz was uh, kind enough to give you a huge game before he ended his season. So <laughs> yeah, if that advanced you, at least you got that. Right. As opposed to maybe the Camara owner who got nothing and lost, and now they're done. Mm-hmm. You can at least continue and go try to find a new quarterback. Um, both quarterbacks really played well. Goff did fine. I think Gurley, we've come to expect these kind of games.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: 96 yards, two touchdowns, another 40 in the air. He's been invaluable asset to anybody that drafted him. I think one big thing to look at this week is that Jay Jay finally started getting the lion's share of the carries here. And now with Wentz down and Foles coming in, I would expect that to continue so anybody sitting on Ajayi he's probably ready to fire him up this week, especially against the Giants. Mm. Um, Trey Burton played great. If you had Zach Ertz and filled in with Burton, you were happy. Uh, unfortunately for you now, it's back to Ertz. <clears throat> you can't rely on Burton anymore now that Ertz is healthy, so don't fool yourself there. And Cooper Cup, another big game. We talked about him earlier. Mm-hmm. I think he's by far the most trustworthy of the Rams receivers. Watkins has been on a little bit of a hot streak, but I think with Robert Woods coming back, um, Watkins is the one more likely to suffer than Cup. Mm -hmm. They just play different roles, and Woods is more likely to cut into Watkins' side of things. And Eagles receivers with Foles, you got to downgrade, but I mean, you're still going to play Alshon Jeffrey. Aguilar's is the big question mark. He's he's been great with Wentz. I don't know what we're going to see out of him with Foles. So I might take a seat with him if I have a better option.
3: Right, we were talking about that earlier. Um, yeah, I mean, it, if you got to go to a backup quarterback, Foles is not the worst in the world. And in fact, wasn't it his last full season? He had like twenty seven and two, mm-hmm. I, I believe it was. So he's not half bad, and he's got lots of good weapons around him. A really good defense. Uh, and a pretty solid lead towards home field advantage. So, I mean, I don't think they're winning the Super Bowl here, but they, they could be respectable, you know, the next few games and maybe into the playoffs. Um, but yeah, we talked about how Aguilar is kind of the wild card now because mm-hmm. Jeffrey's still a, an athletic freak and, and he'll get his, even if it's just PPR type stuff. Um, Ertz is always a good safety valve. If he's healthy, he should still be there. But um, Aguilar was kind of the guy that came on this year. And now it's like, eh, you, you can't trust it.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, as far as my notes go, uh, Kurt did a good job touching on them. I got a Jai, uh, 15 for 78, should increase with Wentz out. And then uh, we talked about it earlier Cooper Cup, 518 and 1. Yep. That's my input. Good stuff
0: cup is something that we're going to probably see a lot of over the next few years. They seem to have really clicked this season.
3: Nice. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it, it's, it's good stuff. And, and there's so much young talent on that Rams team. It's going to be cool to have them around for a while. Um all righty. That leads us into the Sunday night game. That was uh, an actually a really great game. Also mm-hmm. uh, Steelers 39, Baltimore 38 uh, for the Steelers, it was Sean Davis leading the way with eight solo, four assists, two tackles for loss, one pass defense. For Baltimore, it was CJ Mosley, uh, nine solo, five assists, one pass defense. Um, all, all the killer bees did their thing, and Alex Collins had a great game. Um, Kurt, I had I had a question for you. Alex Collins... Uh, this week, going against the Cleveland run defense—that's that's pretty pretty good. I think it's in the top five. Um, the run defense, anyway. Uh, would you play Alex Collins this week? Do you have any hesitation about that?
0: No, uh, no hesitation. He he's proven uh, he's a he's definitely the guy. Danny Woodhead's been basically non-existent. He's had 15 or more carries four straight games. And he's been producing. He's scored five touchdowns the last four games. Cleveland's uh, Cleveland's run defense is good. They're not great. Um, I think they're something like 20th or, or, or sorry, no, something like 9th or 10th against the run. But it's nothing to scare you off a guy getting that many carries and a guy that's doing that much with them. So feel free.
3: Right, and, and game script wise too, it's not like Cleveland's gonna go up by like thirty, you know, going into the third quarter, and then, <laughs> and then no. Alex Alex Collins will not see the field anymore. You know what I mean? That's, so,
0: <laughs> and and to be fair, uh, he's actually shown he can catch the ball. So when that type of situation comes up, they don't necessarily take him out of the game. He's had a couple catches, so no worries at all with him
3: awesome awesome um and yeah what, what did you guys see out of this matchup um obviously the killer bees but uh what else was there
2: so uh just gonna jump in real quick we actually got a listener question and uh it, we'd covered some of this but uh so golf portals or Flacco in a standard scoring stingy um stingy he said uh scoring Um, which, which quarterback do you
3: like most? Uh, Kurt, you can take that one.
0: I'm going to go with Goff. Uh, just the, the way their offense is humming. And like we talked about Seattle's defense, not being what it was in past seasons. Mm. I don't think Goff will have any trouble doing similar to what Wentz did. I mean, maybe not on that grand of a scale, but, uh, I'm sorry.
3: Not what once did. Yeah. yeah uh, but, I know. I know but what you even mean. just
0: what Bre- Blake Bortles just did R- R- to Seattle. Right. Right.
3: Exactly. If, if Blake Bortles can do that to him, I mean, we're talking a Seattle defense without <laughs> Richard Sherman, um, without Bobby Wagner now, without KJ yeah. right now. Um, who was, was it Earl Thomas was the other guy that was gone? Uh, Cam Chancellor. Sorry. Cam yeah. Chancellor. Um, so half the Legion of Boom and two of the best linebackers in the league gone. Um,
0: Favreau's gone too,
3: right? Right, so their Mm -hmm. pass rush is diminished. Um, yeah, they're 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 wide open defensively, I I would tend to agree. And that that uh, LA uh, that LA Rams offense is just you know, it's humming, so yeah. And Robert Woods is coming back this week. Mm -hmm.
0: Now, to be fair, I don't think Bortles is a bad option either, and Flacco is probably fairly safe against Cleveland. So I don't know if you can really make a terrible decision if you're picking between those three.
3: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Nobody I'd say definitely don't play. Yeah, put it yeah. that way. Right,
3: right, right. Yeah. They've all got pretty favorable matchups.
0: Gotcha. Yeah.
2: Um, so, Kurt, if you want to go through your notes on this and then I'll, uh, I'll put in my two cents.
0: <clears throat> well, um, what we're seeing out of Baltimore is they've started throwing the ball a lot more and in in a way it's helping their run game uh mike wallace has been having a few good weeks in a row now i think he's safe to fire up against cleveland i think flacco should find him at least for one big play in this game um collins we talked about uh there's there's not much to say about bell and brown you know what you're getting out of those guys Mm -hmm. uh roethlisberger uh First guy to ever have three 500-yard games in his, in his career now. It's a pretty cool accomplishment. I have a tough decision this week. I have Roethlisberger and Cam Newton. Not quite sure which one I'm going to go with still. but
3: Yeah, um, that is a tough call. <clears throat> you,
0: you like what you're seeing out of Ben, so it's hard to bench him. It's hard to bench Cam against Green Bay too, though. Uh, Jesse James, the tight end for Pittsburgh, had a huge game. Uh, what, what's good about it to me is it wasn't just like a 40 yards and a touchdown kind of game he he got 10 catches and got 97 yards and didn't score a touchdown and still managed to put up a good line so that's encouraging and I know a lot of people are in trouble with their tight ends lately so maybe something to look at I don't mm-hmm. know if that's something you can trust but if you're in a desperate situation he, he did show up and uh yeah, like I said, not much to say about Bell and Brown. That's that it, is what it is,
3: right? And 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 I don't know. I, I'm I'm always semi worried when uh, you go up against the Belichick defense, just because they always take away something um, out of your offense. But they they're pretty vulnerable too. They they've had a ton of injuries this year, and uh, they just gave up 27 to Jay Cutler for Christ's sake. So I mean, uh, you'd have to assume Pittsburgh will be able to. Uh, We just saw
0: Kenyon Drake have a huge game Yeah, right, right I mean, New England's defense started off terrible And they've gotten better And now last uh, Monday was
3: Back to terrible I'm not
0: sure what to expect They have had Pittsburgh's number in the past But things may be different this year
3: Yeah, Mm, let's hope so all righty so uh, last one was the Monday nighter that we all enjoyed Uh, Dolphins 27 Pats 20 for the Dolphins it was TJ McDonald leading the way with five solo three assists one tackle for loss for the Patriots a resurgent Devin McCourty with Mm -hmm. seven solo one sack one tackle for loss I don't know what his deal was but McCourty started the season on fire and then you know didn't play so hot for a few weeks and the last couple weeks he's been back to playing really well again so if you have safety trouble uh Devin McCourty might be a decent move and he's probably available because he's been shit for a while and just getting back to being good so uh offensively though what'd you guys see here yeah
0: we saw a lot of people let down by the Patriots offense oh yeah Yeah, no no
3: shit seriously (laughs) That's for sure.
0: I, I, I'm I sure there's thousands of people with bad beat stories about how they only needed, you know, seven points from Brady or five mm-hmm. points from Cooks or something like that. Mm-hmm. Didn't get it. But um, Jay Cutler, if anybody went out on a limb with him, they're, they're happy. Uh, Kenyon Drake proved that he is pretty legit. You can trust him week to week. Mm-hmm. Um. Of course, Jarvis Landry had a big game with the two touchdowns. The yardage was low. Landry's always been much better in a PPR format. Um, 46 yards, but comes with two scores. And the New England running backs continues to be a headache. I've never been on board with any of them, to be honest. Mm, Seriously. It's funny to me. It seems like every week. All these experts and analysts are telling you this is the guy, this is the guy. It's, it's they're never the right guy,
3: right? And and, and, there
0: is no guy.
3: Yeah. And even when they have some success with one guy, even, you know, like Burke had started decent, had the touchdown, disappears at the end of the game. It becomes James White's game. Um, Dion Lewis had some success, disappears. You know what I mean? It's like they, they just. always rotating it's crazy You look
0: at burkhead who got the touchdown but finishes with five carries for eight yards
3: right 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 he had a few catches though
0: he did have some catches he if you played burkhead in fantasy you turned out okay but just just barely right like yeah not on purpose and and the other running backs deon lewis five carries james white three catches you just can't trust these guys. We're talking about your, your playoff life now. Right. If you guess, if you guess wrong and your running backs, getting you three or four points, that's a big problem in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: for sure. That is. Yeah. uh, The only notes I really have on this is, you know, Brady should bounce back. He has to bounce back against the Steelers. Um, They're playing for, for uh, first overall. First overall, eight. yeah. So and then Gronk <laughs> is going to be back, which um, uh, will help. Will help for sure. Uh, two and,
0: two games without or two games without Gronk this year, I think. And two of Brady's worst games of the season. Yeah, probably not a coincidence. Uh, and then there's Cooks. We talked about a little bit earlier. He he's so hard. He, you just can't bench him, yeah. right? And I know on paper Pittsburgh's matchup looks tough. Uh, it, on whatever site you use, probably tells you they're they're a tough matchup against receivers. But that's one of those things that's not really true lately. Uh, Glean's more favorable in in the last few games than it did at the beginning of the year. <laughs> yeah,
2: for sure. But. Well, that, that seems like all the matchups. Uh, for those of you guys on Periscope listening, uh, we are the IDP guys. You can find the show on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Please give us a subscription or subscribe. Yeah, that's that's the words. Um, and give us a five-star review if you like the show. Um, and that just helps other people find us as as well as uh, we do a Periscope um we do a live Periscope every time we record the show. So make sure to join the Periscope listen. Uh, you can ask us questions, uh, during the show and we generally take most of them. Um, we do try, we are a IDP, uh, podcast. So we try and, uh, take mostly the, um, the defensive, uh, questions. Yeah. Right. But, uh, let's talk about the, the Thursday night's news fest.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Right, we got uh some Greek stuff too. So yeah, this yeah. Thursday's game is uh Denver minus two and a half at Indy, um, which is pretty terrible. Uh we'll be at Star Wars, so I could give a shit. Um yeah. but uh, I'm I'm gonna say Denver wins, they may not cover. Um I but to be honest, I have no idea. This is this is this could go either way, and um I really don't care either way. What what do you guys think? I don't have
2: anyone on either team. Um, I think there's a possibility that Demarius Thomas could get some, some points. There's also a very good possibility that he disappears. This is Demaris Thomas's MO. Um, what, what say you, Kurt?
0: Yeah, just what you just said. Um, Thomas is probably the only guy I'm even thinking about playing in this game. And... I'm still not totally sure I'm going to. It's It seems like a decent matchup. It's it's not a scary matchup. And, you know, Simeon is locked on to Thomas. He's getting dozens of targets a game. Just got to make these throws count a little bit more before yeah. I feel good. I'll probably end up putting him in just because he's got the potential. But I don't feel great about it. He's definitely not a must start, that's for sure. Mm. Everybody else uh, can do without any of them.
3: Uh, just real quick for Periscope, if any of you guys have lineup questions, we we tweeted or we mentioned uh, Kurt's uh, Twitter handle a few times during the show. And we'll mention it again before we sign off. Um, Kurt, you do a couple times a week, you, you do uh, lineup questions, right?
0: Yeah. Um, usually probably on Saturday nights, I'll try to do them or sometimes during the week, if it's late and there's nothing going on, I'll just put up a tweet asking for questions and see what I can do for people.
3: Absolutely. And you've given some good advice before. I've Mm. used, I've used your advice a few times. Uh, I try. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, what do you want to do next? sir? Johnny, the Greek. Okay. Just jump into that one. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so there wasn't anything real great to bet on last week. All the, all the spreads were kind of screwy. Um, In fact, if you rewind and listen, I I said that the the Patriots-Miami spread was fucked up. It was a division game. It's Miami. Miami usually, well, four out of the last five five times has beaten them in Miami. Um, Brady has a losing record against Miami. Um he doesn't have a losing record against anyone.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Right.
3: <laughs> it's fucking crazy. But so Miami's just like that pain in his ass. Um so I so I said uh stay away from all that shit. If you want to make a bet last week, make a futures bet and bet the Patriots to win the Super Bowl. Um, which they probably still will. I mm-hmm. I haven't changed off that. Uh this week though. Uh, since the Patriots lost, if you look at Belichick's record in the game after a loss, uh it's really good. Uh, and they're minus two this week at Pittsburgh. Um, they can definitely win that uh, win that game and cover that, that shouldn't be a problem. Um, I'm hoping, Pittsburgh plays well and and makes it a game, but the Patriots have had their number, you know, the last few years. Um, So I'm not expecting anything different. So if you you do want to spend your money this week, I would say Patriots minus two at Pittsburgh. Um, And then also another one I had written down was Giants plus nine at home, maybe to cover. But um, the more I'm looking at it, Foles just doesn't have to fuck up and, and they'll, they'll, they'll crush the Giants. So ignore that and just go with the Patriots one. Uh, what did we have left survivor and DFS? Yeah. Yeah. That's, um,
2: I guess I'll, I'll kick it off with the survivor. Um, I'm going to go Vikings at Vikings, uh, over the, the Bengals. Um, I think if the Vikings should be able to beat them and if it's straight up, that's,
3: that's who I'm thinking. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty solid. Um, I'm going to go Ravens uh, at Cleveland. Um, this this could be a trap game. It's division. Uh, Cleveland's looked better with Kaiser playing better lately and Josh Gordon really coming alive. Uh, but uh, the Ravens have too much on their plate. They need to win this game, and if they buckle down and do their thing, they should win this game. Uh, Sean, what would you get for a survivor this oh, week? Oh, that's Kurt. Oh my God! I'm sorry. That's that's many episodes of of my brain just just going on
2: autopilot. Yeah. Well, if you listen to the beginning of uh, the cold open last week, I called John Sean.
3: So. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Sorry. Going, hurt, going around. Kurt with Jeff.
0: I I'm gonna take Jacksonville over Houston at home. I just don't see how Houston scores more than a a few points in this game, and should be a pretty easy day for Jacksonville.
3: Definitely, and and they've. It's not even like Savage is playing; it's it's Yates. So you know, it's
0: it's Yates and a beat up defense and a a lackluster coaching staff. Not much to play for right now.
3: Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's that sounds pretty solid. Uh, We're also going to give you guys a daily fantasy defense of the week for this week. What we try and do here is give you. Uh, a DFS defense for the week that's that's not one of the obvious ones that costs a lot of money, but something that's a little sneakier, save you some money so you can spend some of that cash on uh, better offensive players. Uh, I'll start with uh, the Saints at home this week versus the Jets without McCown. McCown broke his non-throwing hand. He won't be playing this week, so the Saints at home uh, should be scoring early and often force the Jets into a one-dimensional game plan and strangle the shit out of them. So uh, that would be my DFS of the week. What did you guys got? You go first, Kurt.
0: Um, I think the, the obvious one, even though it's not cheap, will be Jacksonville. If, if you want those sure points and you're willing to pay for them, you can't go wrong there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if you're looking for one a little bit less obvious, um might want to try firing up the Panthers against the Packers this week Aaron Rodgers first came back.
3: Yeah, true. He could be shaky, rusty. He mm. could land on that uh, collarbone wrong and, and be gone it, immediately. I mean, turn into it, Tony uh, Romo.
0: Just a good defense on paper as well. So yeah, even right. with Rodgers. But I don't know if it's going to be too terrible for him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
2: Good uh, stuff. So my DFS uh, – defense of the week is going to be Philly against the Giants. Um, I, I mean, yeah, they lost Wentz, but uh, Foles literally just has to not fuck up. They have everything in place. They are so much better than the Giants offensively, defensively, all around. Um, it's a no-brainer.
3: Yeah, definitely. So, And the Giants have lost so many weapons on offense, too. It's like, you know, it's ridiculous.
2: Yeah, for sure. But... Uh, so with that, uh, thanks everyone for joining us for episode 21 of the IDP guys, uh, wherever you find, um, the show, please give us a comment. Um, we can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google play, as well as, you know, we post to Reddit. We are posting to, um, drafting for the episode and we check them, check the comments, um, and you know, we're always looking for feedback. Um, our Twitters and Facebooks um, for the ID, it's at IDPGuys, Facebook.com slash IDPGuys. Uh, individually, John is at Orangeman3142. Sean is at Lanny1925. Kurt, uh, who take regularly takes uh, uh, lineup questions on offense and everything, um, is at Mr. Easy Street. And then I am at Nate Cheat. Um, and make sure to follow us on Twitter. That's where you're going to find our Periscope um, feed and, and, uh, different things that we communicate to our audience. Also, if you'd like to call in, you can hit us up on Skype, search IDP guys or 313-986-1473. That's our direct line. Leave us a message. uh, We'll get back to you with, um, you know, an answer if it's it's a question um, or we'll bring you up on the show and uh,
3: give you a shout out there. But um, special thanks to Kurt for subbing in this week. Thank you, sir. Yep.
0: Anytime, guys. So it's fun.
3: Definitely. So
2: no booze for me this week, but uh, we'll do better next time. Yeah, we'll get them liquored up next time.